Hey, well, welcome to a special crossover episode of Sarcasm Colored Glasses. Your host, Jay, with our special guest, Alex, from our he- Eye Pokes and Head Chokes system podcast. You get it wrong, so awesome. We're getting it right on the first time, actually. <laughs> you just have to say it backwards. <laughs> I didn't think about it really hard. <laughs> so um, we're here in this crossover event to talk about um, Netflix The Witcher. And um, so I just finished this. Alex has watched a little bit, wants to weigh in a little bit and um, see where we can go about that. Um, one thing that I personally noticed with it was uh, your first uh, thing out there, Henry Cavill, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sitting here watching it and you're like, oh, my God, Superman. And it's kind of hard to get that Superman thing out of your face in the first episode, especially start, he kind of makes a lot of the same expressions, um, but you know, like then once she gets into it, then you're like, okay, okay, I got it. This is the Witcher. This is no longer Superman. I can, that's out of my head. But like at first when watching it, wasn't thinking my like, wait a minute, who is this guy? And it's like, ah, yeah. But, um, did you have that kind of, uh, feeling with it? Initially when I first started watching it, like I was super excited to watch it because I played all three Witcher games. Um, it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite game series. Uh, the Witcher 3 to me is one of my favorite games of all time in terms of like just story and just the breadth of the whole game itself and what they were able to accomplish um, with that game itself, game of the year and all that stuff. So like I was super excited and they have a bunch of books like um, related to the Witcher because they're originally books. So um, they do have the source material and whatnot. And uh I think for the most part, when I started it, I was super excited. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, it's Henry Cavill. I'll get, but yeah, he was Superman. I don't give a shit that he was Superman. <laughs> he's he's um, Geralt of Rivia. He's playing Geralt of Rivia. He kind of looks like Geralt of Rivia, the way they made him look. So I was just like, yep. I, I was like, I, I was kind of all invested Um, once I saw him. like, And once I heard him talk, I was just like, you got it. Out. So yep. like, this is the one thing. My biggest thing is, I don't know if like they used um, voice editing, which they might have a little bit here and there, but for a lot of things that he did and said, and like the mannerisms were on point. Like there was no if ands or buts. I was like, yeah, this is I'm watching what I played. This is Geralt of Rivia. The way he walks, the way he talks, the way he stalks, the way he fights. I was like, I think it's pretty legit, and I was super excited when it first started. So yeah, I, I like the fact that he he did a good job with it. Yeah, and that was my one kind of concern because I hadn't played the game and I didn't even know about the books until I was just there was something that was going on in there and I kind of like wanted to research. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like, did I just mishear something or whatever? So, you know, I, of course, Google and try to look that up. And it's like, oh, you know, all this talk with about the fans with the books and stuff. I'm like, wait, hold up. Like there's books on this. I thought this was just based off of a game. So which also is even more investment on how much intense story you can have. Um because, uh, you know, most of these things that come from books usually are like, okay, that's this great source already. Um, one thing that was that, that I do have to say about it is it's completely rewatchable and almost necessary to rewatch it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going through it and um, because it's got like three, four different stories happening at the same time. And you're like maybe midway through when you realize that, wait a minute, this happened before this. And it's all jumbled up, and then yeah. they start yeah. making references to previous. Like, what's going on here? Exactly. Like, so I I initially had that issue. So like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, I didn't really pay attention to the name of the episode. The first episode is called the beginning, the ends, beginning, or some shit like that. I forgot what huh. it was at the beginning's end. Something 
it was either one or the other. But like when you watch it, you don't initially know that there are different things going on at different time periods within the yep. thing. So like when I got to episode four, the whole thing with um with Dunny and the daughter and um yep. the queen, I was just like, Oh, I remember this from the game. Yes. This didn't happen yet. I was like, bad. <laughs> so like that's when I hit I was like, oh, okay, so this is going backwards. This is I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to rewatch this. And that's the one thing, it is convoluted. They did have that mm-hmm. issue in terms of, hey, I I like you're trying to tell four stories or three three or four stories at the same time in different time periods. It's kind of hard for people to keep up, especially for a first time watcher because like, and especially somebody that's new to the franchise overall. Um, I think it would have helped if they would have just done like the first things that game of Thrones did, um, not to compare it too much to game of Thrones because there's two completely different shows. But, um, the one thing that they could have done is like every time they got to a new city or to a new place, like, you know, have the thing at the bottom saying, you know, you're here and you're here and yeah. you're here. And you didn't have to necessarily put the time period if that's the way they the director wanted it, um, you know, to be kind, kind of convoluted in order to have replayability. Um, because mm-hmm. honestly speaking, the games themselves have replayability. Why wouldn't you want the TV show? So maybe that was done by design. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I had... I had like 10 people at the same time that knew I had played the games and they're like, okay, so what happened here and here? What's going on? I was like our friend Nadia, like she was just like, I don't get it, but this, this, and this, 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 and this. And I'm like, Nadia, just watch the fucking show. And then you didn't have to rewatch it again. And she was like, what? So like, um, it is confusing. That's the one thing I kind of take away from the show. Like, yeah, you could have made it easier for your viewers overall, but I think, I think they did a good job still. Like I had fun watching it and, it was just, yeah, I I watched it again for the second time because of the fact that, hey, did I miss some things that I didn't pick up the first time? So, Yeah, totally. I mean, I got to that same part, um, like about like the fourth episode when they had that wedding thing. And that's when I got super confused. And, you know, then I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then I, I, I gave in, I caved. I said, you know what? I remember these people from before. And I get this feeling that this is done in these two different frames. So let me, I actually went back and rewatched the first episode on my own. And then I'm like, ah, now I get it. You know, um, I mean, one thing that they did do is like, by the time it does get to the end, they did pull back those things. So it was, you know, if you do force yourself through it, let yourself be confused for a little bit until you get to the end it's, it's gonna it's gonna coalesce as it should yeah that's what i was telling people that's why i just kept telling people, just keep watching stop asking me questions yeah. just keep watching <laughs> it's gonna come together and uh people don't like to be confused people like some people just like to have the shit hand held out to them like here here you go like yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it totally was confusing, but it wasn't enough to say like, okay, you know what, I can't deal with this thing. It was more so I'm confused, but I'm still really interested and I want to get through and see how it's going. Um, but even going back and watching that one episode while I was going through it, like, you know, light bulbs were going off and at least set me in a place that I was, uh, you know, to get through the rest, at least to get to the end and see that all come together. But, um, you know, I always like to say that I like things that you can watch again. And something like this where, you know, like I was saying with Westworld, you get to the end of it and everything's flipped this upside down. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to go and see what I missed in here because I know that there's like other things in here that's going to shed new light onto this. And I definitely 
felt that this was like in the same way, but you know, like it, in a good way. Agreed. Agreed. Um, what do you think about the action sequences overall? Like when when you have the, that first action sequence that he had, where he just ripped through the city, just like whooping everybody's ass at once. Like, oh, yeah, I was just like. Yeah, that's The Witcher. Like, because there's so many yeah. times when I'm playing the game, when I was playing the game, like, put it this way. I had initially started that game. The file got, my computer got messed up. File got, I had to restart my computer. Forgot to take out the save file. I had it 40 hours in already. I waited <laughs> two years to play it again because I was so pissed off about losing 40 hours of progress. And I still had fun playing it again and going through the mm -hmm. story. And the thing is, like, when you fight people, it's, almost seamless combat just like that just going through through using the powers and doing all that stuff and when i saw the seamless fight which was the best fight of the whole show honestly speaking um i think it came a little too early but hey fuck it like you, you mm -hmm. get what you get but at the same time um it was good to see Geralt fighting like Geralt would like it, it was fun and um yeah i mean i like fight scenes yeah i mean i um I liked the way, and it's funny because it's coming from somebody who hasn't played the game. Um, I only knew of it being a game, obviously, from commercials, mostly when I think maybe Witcher 2 was out. I think that's when they had the most commercials out. But it was something where it's like, okay, this looks like a game that I would like, but, you know, never happened to get into it. And then when you're seeing that it's a series, they're like, okay, let me look into this more. But, you know, it ends up being kind of like, okay, is this something where it's like Resident Evil, where it's like the game is completely nothing like the movie and maybe there's like a tiny little bit? Or is it something that, you know, like takes off very well from it? So it's kind of good to hear from somebody who's played the game to say like, okay, this is authentic. And it's it's not just authentic. It's it's good. And it's good as somebody who like you don't require to play the game or read the books to enjoy. But it's also like it's an extra thing to see those things brought to life and brought in a good way not where yeah, it's like exactly. this is missing this or this is misplaced there or whatever but yeah the fight sequences i i definitely thought that they were very smooth and fluid and they also like came out of like they kind of came out of nowhere sometimes you know you would have a lot of like talking sequences you know everything's quiet and everything and then it's just one of those things where things just shit goes down you know? actually, you're not, that's how the game is you could just be like mulling about minding your own business picking like some roots or some shit whatever and then all of a sudden you get attacked by a monster or by people um because the game has ran like very very random moments like that so it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's true to form pretty much like shit would just happen just like you said yeah and, you just and he ready. yeah he plays it off very well too because you know he's just trying to just mind his business have a peaceful Either, you know, he just got out of this or whatever. He's just trying to have a drink and whatever. And then he just sees, like, here comes the crowd and stuff. He's like, and he's yo, just... can I chill for a second? <laughs> like, I just <laughs> killed something that was playing all of you guys. Like, can, can I rock? Like, fuck. Yeah. Right. Hey, he just takes that breath. Like, here we go. It's like, all right. You know what? This is how it's going to be. He does that. Like, that really guttural sound like that he yeah. does in the game. So when, once he did that, I was like, all right. Yes. I was like, you're, you're on point. I was like, you're on point I, with it. I like when they do their research and their homework on these things to make them oh, yeah, get back. Exactly. <laughs> to have that, those little extra things. So that was like, with those little extra details, attention to detail, like I was just, I was like, the one thing that I did notice, I don't remember, I can't recall right now, but he only ever had one sword with him at a time, right? 
I think I only remember one sword. Okay, because in the game you have two. Frost. Um, mm-hmm. Usually has two in the game. Um, I'm pretty sure though. I did see like an extra sword at one point in time because one of one of them is a silver sword for hunting monsters, and yeah. the other one is just for regular combat against people and whatnot. But um, that's either here nor there. That's a minor thing. But I was like, where's the other sword? But I was just, like, yeah. I'm not trying to confuse people too much because like it's it is what it is. Um, I'm pretty sure when he does fight the monsters, he does use a silver sword. But um, it's pre- people probably won't even tell the difference if anyway. So um. Because it's a sword. A sword looks like a sword. They wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I was okay with that. Um, what do you think about the acting overall, though? Oh, acting was superb. Like, um, from, like, uh, they're very, like, lovable, hateable characters. You know, like, uh, Hennifer. You know, like, you really didn't know where you're going with her from the start. And, you know, you're like, okay, is she this evil witch? Is she just, you know, some woman who just wants to have a regular life? Is she being played? Is she playing? So, and I thought that they really made her very real, too. And uh, the relationship between them. And, you know, I felt like he he kind of played like, you know, because I think like originally a lot of these things... um, whether they're like, you know, spy games or or games of, you know, of these types where they have this main big strong guy where like, oh, you're the witcher, you know, and you expect them to be like really awesome in combat and just like, you know, they never fail. They never do anything. But this guy, you know, he walks into town and he's pretty much spit on. And so, you know, and he, like a mutant, just like X-Men yeah. kind of, because that's technically what he is. After you become a witcher, like you're not really fully human anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you have those abilities you can take those potions you can do all that stuff so yeah but continue please please continue yeah like I, well i mean it's kind of uh it's it gives that realness that relatableness yeah. to the actual person because they're not like some lofty character that you can't get in touch with you know he you know he has the same problems that everybody else does you know um he he like you know he can't relate to people and every all these relationships you know whether with the bard or you know the random women passing by it's not like he's the hottest guy in the block he's not henry cavill walking into a bar yeah. you know he's like this big hunking guy that's treated like crap you know and he's just like i just got to do my job this is my job that i'm born for this is all i can do you know and meanwhile he's trying to do the right thing whenever not and you know as far as hennifer goes you know she you know came from this filth and it's just like okay well you know now i'm gonna punish everybody else but then you see her softer side when she's just like i just want to have a baby yeah well i want what they took from me i don't even care about his power i don't care who's in charge here or whatever i just want this you know so um i think that that's really made it like it is a relatable show in terms of overall like um themes and whatnot i do agree with that especially with the yennefer stuff like giving it all up, just giving the most important thing to, like, that can be seen that a woman can do as in give birth is a huge thing to give up in terms of, you know, sacrificing that to become all powerful. And then she figures out like, hey, like all this power, what the fuck is it for? If I can't have a kid or I can't protect anybody, that's why mm-hmm. she has, that's why like even in the games, like she has an on and off thing with, um, with Geralt all the time. And Tris Marigold, I'm happy she got showed in the, in the show but like there's also like a weird love triangle there too kind of like batman superman wonder woman type shit mm-hmm. um but you know inverted because it's two females and a thing so like you could either pick one the other both it's you could do it in the game and uh i think in the books i, I don't remember 
I didn't read the books, but I remember somebody telling me like he does mainly stay like towards the Jennifer side of things. Um, but I just think overall, like the I wasn't too sure about Jennifer overall. Like before the whole thing started, I was like, that's not Jennifer. I was like, to me, I was like you didn't pick the right actress. That's not Jennifer. To me, um, Jennifer would have been the actress from Penny Dreadful. Uh, I forgot her name. But you were like, the old one, huh? The the City of Angels or the original Penny Dreadful? The original one. Uh, I forgot her name though. I, okay, she's in uh, Three Hundred, the second Three Hundred, right? I didn't see the second Three Hundred either, so I <laughs> oh I really man, know. Um, I'm I'm just completely forgot her name. Uh, Eva, Eva Green. Eva yes. Green would have been the perfect Jennifer, like. Absolutely. And when I heard that it was coming out, I was like, oh, they got to pick her. They got to pick her. And if not Evangeline Lily, like they could pick her too because they yep. both fall within that spectrum. Kate Beckinsale could have been fucking Yennefer as well because like they like, and then they pick this girl and I, I forgot her name. So my bad. But like, uh, but you know, I wasn't convinced at first through the trailers. I was, you know, look like Yennefer. But then once you get into the show, once things start developing, and you realize stuff, I'm just like, ah, right. she kind of grows into the character fully throughout the mm -hmm. show. And then, like, once she started talking, once she, like, was fully confident, she had her powers and all that stuff, and was a sorceress, I was just like, all right, you Jennifer, you good. Like, I was like, you you, you did good there. Um, what did you think about this dude? What's his name? Uh, uh, fucking Bard. I forgot what his uh name is. Um, you know, and I forgot it too. It's like, it's funny because he was there till a certain point and then literally forgot about him <laughs> once he yeah. left. Um, he was, I felt that he was, you know, he was the perfect kind of sidekick, you know, he was, he was annoying. That's the thing. Yeah. He, he was annoying, but he like, you know, kind of grounded Garot, you know, like to humanity, you know, because he really didn't want to be in touch with anybody. He didn't want yeah. to deal with Thing. And, you know, while he was kind of being his promoter, he was also kind of like that sound in his ear saying, like, no, this is what you need to do. You need to stop walking away from these things. You need to be involved. You know, you you know, yeah, you're the witcher. You know, I, I get all these things, but you need to be here. You need to do this. And I felt like he was that grounding thing. And when he kind of forced him away at that, you know, like towards later, not to like, you know, spoiler alert or whatever. But, um, you know, I felt that that had a shift in the way Grot was, too. So, like, um, you know, like, he didn't have that grounding. He really was completely alone, you know. And that's when he started being closer to uh, Yennefer, you know. So, like, and then when they tore apart, so then, you know, everything like that. So, you know, I felt like he, I mean, I liked him. I, I think he did his purpose. And the whole thing is like, you know, it's in a beginning thing. So it's an evolution. So like, just like you say, she grew into the role. You feel like the, uh, the character was growing. Yeah. You know, you're not who you started in the beginning, whatever the beginning actually was, you know. So you feel that evolution, you know. I think that the actors really did a good job of that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, the funny thing is, like, Yaxir's name in the game is actually Dandelion, and he's actually the um, Geralt of Rivia is like one of his best friends. Like over time, like he grows into be one of his best friends. Um, the whole thing, I mean, and, and it's a funny relationship because even in the video games, the relationship is literally the exact same shit. Yaxir gets in trouble, you have to go fucking save him every time and it's annoying and you can tell like 
the the annoyance in Geralt's face in the video game is the same to the annoyance that um was portrayed in the series, which was funny as hell. I found really really funny, and um, I was just like, yeah, all right, that's dandelion. And oddly enough, like I, I was like, oh, he has the wrong name, Yaxir. Apparently, Yaxir means dandelion. So, oh, interesting. I was like, okay, I was like, there you go. I was like, fair enough. Twenty-four. Um, yeah, I was like, there you go. When I looked it up, I was like, ah, I was like, okay, got it. But um, but not yet. Like it, it was fun. Uh, any other questions you got? Um, I the, the one thing is like the ending kind of, and this is the one thing that kind of got me upset, but also kind of like you know this is just how it is, you know, because especially with the back and forth of the time frames, you know, finally winds down. They're like, okay, so everything's caught up. We're in the same time, and you've got that connection that you've been waiting for for six episodes, and then it's just like credits up and then you know okay next episode and it comes up and it's like okay episode one and you're like wait a minute no i'm this is eight there's supposed to be nine <laughs> there's supposed to be nine and ten what is going on here why am i back at the beginning but it, but it was like you know it uh it you know you're satisfied but you yeah. want more it's an introduction know? and i think i think i agree with you like i was just like the fuck <laughs> i was <Yeah>. like that's <laughs> the last episode like that's the exact reaction i had and i was just like I bet. Okay, it leaves me wanting more. I get that was kind of like Watchmen almost. You watch mm-hmm. Watchmen, obviously. Yes, like yeah. At the end, when she touches at the bottom and it just cuts off. When I and I was watching out the cut off right now and it cut off. I was like, yes, they did it right. <laughs> luckily, I mean, luckily and actually not luckily, we're not getting another season of that. I was fine with that being a one season show. Completely yeah, fine with it. Um, but in this term, like. The way it cuts off right there, I was just like, since I know kind of what happens going forward, um, mm-hmm. depending on how close they stick to the actual material or to the game material, depending on what they choose to do it. So it's a TV series, they're going to deviate here and there, which I'm perfectly fine with because um, we saw a shitload of deviation in Game of Thrones anyway. So, oh, yeah. But <laughs> either way, um, like, it, I looked at the whole thing, I was like, okay, it's just the intro. It's the first, it's technically the first chapter, really, or the first, like, half of a book, maybe, at that point, or the, it's not even the first full game at that point, because I think Siri, Siri is the focal point of practically the whole thing, um, and she's, she becomes very, very, very important, as, I mean, you could already see she's important for obvious reasons, um, the North Guardians want her. But um, she she has something called the Elder Blood, and it that plays into the games all the time. Like it's always a backstory, so it's like a long overarching story. Um, and in in the third game, it all comes to the head in the um, Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt. Uh, it's a huge, huge, huge story revolving around Siri and Geralt trying to save Siri again. So like, it's building towards that, and I know what it's building towards. And when I see that, I'm just like. I but I was like, okay, I know where they can possibly go with this. I know what they can do. Maybe they might go to the um to the Skellige Isles or something like things that you don't know about yet because you haven't played the game that I do. Like it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they can do. Um, but and there's a lot of other kingdoms. There's so much content that they can use for the second season or the third season. Possibly, hopefully, we got a third season. Um, so it's I the ending was good to that. Point. Because I'm like, all right, I want more, and I know what they could do with it. Yeah, it's just you know, it's like one of those things where it's like you, it's 
you know, it's uh, it's an intro, you know, and you can take it as as that, you know, it's like, yeah, you're, you're going to want more. You can't put everything all at once, especially if there's that much history for it. But it gives you that feeling where it's like, OK, so everything's been set up at least right. You know, it's you've been set up with a plan. You've been set up. You've got all this source material, but you're not going to give it all at once. But you're going to interweave it in there. So, like, yeah, this story isn't going to be finished because it's going towards this, you know. So which is good because then you're setting it up for, okay, we've got a plan for three seasons, four seasons or whatever, you know, because this is the way that we built it up and yeah, everything's not going to be resolved at the end of the first season because we want to do more. We know that we're going to do more. So that's a reassuring thing, even though you're frustrated at the end for that thing, yeah. but you know, you're assured by it. Like thinking about it more, it's actually like a huge prologue. If anything, it's not even mm-hmm. the first chapter. It's a huge prologue because you're introduced to the characters and you're introduced to how the characters know each other, how everything works, how um, how the world is overall, like uh, the systems put in place and whatnot in terms of uh, just like the kings, the kingdoms, the like why Nilfgaard are going after Siri and all that stuff. So like it's all put in place, just like you said. Um, I want them to kind of go into more of the, in the second season, I want them to explore more of like the, racist um undertones of the game because there's a lot of racial implications in the game with dwarves and all that stuff like there's some there's some real messed up stuff that happens in that game and as you're tra- um like traveling the world like you see some real messed up real messed up shit in the game and i'm just like oh will they delve into certain things um and even like you you see some of those things like with uh with siri and the queen like everybody's like talking shit about the queen the whole time and she's just like she can't say anything because like if she said hey that's my mom like you know that's my grandmother like what yeah like you Mm -hmm. one you gave yourself away and two it's just like oh like you know we we can kill you if you want like so it's better for there's a lot of underlying issues in the game and um and just like they they even talked about it in the i think the fifth episode when he went to go like look for the the horned people and the elves that the uh-huh. that series grandmother drove out the elves and practically killed all of them almost like drove them to like just took over their lands and like like it was nothing so like there's a lot of those things i want them to explore more um because they were pretty relevant in the game overall <laughs> and uh yeah i just can't wait to see more honestly because i'm just yeah. it's one of the shows i was excited about the one thing i did hate that people were doing while watching the show they were like oh this is different than game of thrones yeah no sh- no shit it's not, guys. it's not the same shit like it's it's a completely different show completely different spectrum like come on guys like let's let's not compare the two yeah. one was the greatest show on television for about six seasons and then mm-hmm. it kind of curled to i'll even give them the seventh season but that's either here nor there we're talking about the witcher and i just think they i think they have a really good base to build upon because they laid the foundation. Even though it was a little convoluted, they laid the foundation. Yeah. And I think there's no other way to go but up from here. Just hopefully they keep the same writers, the same um the same actors all for the most part and just just, just get more Witcher man. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm not bothered by the convolutedness because at least like it's something to rewatch, you know, and at times like this, I mean, rewatching something of eight episodes not a big deal you know 
not a lot of other things going on. So, you know, it's it's not too bad. So, yeah, um, I mean, it, I, I enjoyed it as somebody not having the knowledge and, you know, and having that extra, you know, that makes it even stronger and just gives that hope that there's so much more to it. So, um, yeah, so we'll appreciate you weighing in on that. And um, and and it, I hope everybody's feeling fulfilled. And uh, we'll be talking about something else next time. Hopefully, we'll have more of these crossovers. Man, sounds like a plan. All right. Until next time, guys. <laughs>